This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Boone! We're back. Let's talk about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello, everybody. We are back. For another episode of Shameless. Indeed we are. Indeed we are. <laughs> and the episode is called Boo! And I wasn't just yelling that. It's like with a bunch of O's. They wanted us to say it like that, mm-hmm. guys. What's up? So we're back. We're back with Juliet. And we've got JJ back in Hi guys. So sorry I missed you last week. Mom was 70. That's the only reason I would miss this podcast. It's a big birthday. Yeah. We, we totally understand. Um, quickly, where can everybody find you on social media so that they can tweet at you if they want to throughout the show? Oh, we'll do that at the end of the episode. No worries. Sure? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, um, all right, well, let's jump right into it. We're going to talk about um, Kevin V and Santiago first, um, just because it's uh, it was kind of a feel-good storyline today, but also with a couple little twists and turns that didn't work out so well. Um, so yeah, Kevin V decided they're going to try to find Santiago's uncle because they know that he's in Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nice of them to go try and find him, but when they get there, they accidentally turn him into the cops for being <laughs> an illegal. So let's talk about this a little bit. What did you guys think of this whole story? I, I honestly, this whole time, it was a quick scene, but still, I was like, can you not see? There's a cop behind you. There's a cop. Yeah. There, there, there's a cop right, right, right behind you. Just, just there's a cop. Turn around. Right. <laughs> it couldn't end good, and uh, it didn't end good. So not, no surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was so bummed because I was happy that Kevin V were like trying to do the right thing, and they were, you know, really trying to reunite this family. So it yeah. just was sad that it, it turned out the way that it did. Well, do you think that his uncle actually ended up getting away at the end when he ran away from the cop? Do we think he got away or do we think that he probably actually was arrested? I want to hope that he got away, but then it's like, you know, he's still going to be sitting there with handcuffs on him and yeah. stuff. So yeah. he probably, probably got arrested. Yeah, it's, hard, I feel it's like, hard to run with your yeah. hands behind your back. <laughs> it is, but he, he was running, man, and I was really proud of him. Yeah. He just, like, went all for us, and I thought that was a, a great part of the episode. And I don't know. I feel like he didn't get arrested because... They maybe would have given us that that ending. I think that he's kind of still on the run, and I don't know. But maybe we'll discuss more yeah. predictions. Yeah, or we'll, you know, hopefully find maybe another family member or something along those lines. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about Santiago, too, and Liam, and then we'll get back to Kevin V and kind of what they're doing with Frank today. But Santiago... Uh, well, we find out Liam speaks Spanish. Yeah, I, I should start it. there all of a sudden, which we should have known that maybe he was going to be the one because he went to private school and they were learning all of these things that nobody yeah. else in the family learned. Um, so he can speak un poco of Spanish. Mm-hmm. And um, and Santiago is going to teach him how to make money because Debbie is all of a sudden a slave driver for everybody's money for utility bills. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they decide to steal bricks. <laughs> And build a wall. Yeah. Um, but each person has to pay a dollar per brick to help build this wall. And Santiago's, like, playing it out. Which, let's talk about, like, what did you think? Was this ridiculous? Was it funny? Did you think, like, it, eh? Like, 
It was it was funny but sad at the same time yeah. because I was like, oh wow, people are actually paying money for this. This is crazy. They didn't actually steal the brakes. They just were like, yeah, go for it, which I thought was funny. And I really didn't expect them to go the the way they did with the storyline. I thought that we'd see them build stuff or even maybe when we first saw them, I'm like, oh, are they selling these as weapons to like throw? But this right. was just so unexpected and, and so shameless. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was again, yeah, great shameless form. I loved to see the camaraderie between the two boys. So I I enjoyed. This, this storyline for that. Um, I love that that he could speak Spanish, and um, I don't know. Just it just gave. I think it gave each of them something to do. Like for me, it was a, it was a good storyline. I, I liked watching the two of them interact mm-hmm. together. I liked. I was surprised by what they came up with, but it was entertaining to see. Yeah, I I do like those two together and what they're doing. But I will say that I'm getting really sick of how political they're making the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I just. I just feel like, for me personally, and it's fine if it's nobody else's opinion, but I watch TV so that I can, like, remove myself from reality sometimes, and, like, it's my way of de-stressing and whatever, so I'm just a bit sick of everything being so political and so on par with what's happening in real life, because it just doesn't feel new to me, and it feels overdone and a little bit too talked about. Like, what do you guys feel? Do you not care that art is imitating life a lot, or what do you think? Um, I think uh, yes and no. I think that um, I don't think these topics are talked enough, to be honest, but I don't know if Shameless is always the best place to do that. They have a great spin on it, and I think the best way for anyone to learn is to be entertained. So I understand where they're coming from because they're making us think, they're making us talk, and we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're obviously here having these conversations. Sure. Um, but I do get what you're saying, that it's kind of a storyline that they've been pushing every episode, and that might be a little redundant. I, I want them to uh, kind of spice things up a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I mean, I, I do like that. I like it in, in little bits too like I don't need to see it every episode mm-hmm. as well um it, yeah and I and I just I think it's hard after so many so many years of shameless now you know it's it's I I the old days everything did like shock us and surprise us and well, it was, maybe like, that's just what it is. I think it's, it's just hard the the old episodes were so new yeah. and things were so like oh my god I can't believe that that it was you know and maybe mm-hmm. now it's just not as shocking to me that could be what it is mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking, looking back at uh, when they had the episodes revolving the election and all of that, um, that didn't really st- last for too, too many episodes, uh, so maybe we'll give them a few more for this, and then we'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, let's go back to Kevin V. So there, we see them a lot in the bar today, and we've got a whole new storyline that has been brought up now. It's called Hobo Loco. <laughs> Does that remind you of a drink at all? What was that? The one that college kids used to Four drink? Four Locos! <laughs> Did anybody drink those? If anyone's in the live chat, please tell me. Because, fun story. Well, not it's not fun at all. In college, when I first went into college, which was 2010... Four Locos were still, I swear, made with crack cocaine. Like, I don't know what the ingredients were, but it was like drinking eight Red Bull vodkas Mm -hmm. in one can. Like, it was so bad for you. And people were just blacking out like crazy. And then they changed the ingredients still so it wasn't so good. And then it, like, disappeared because nobody enjoyed it anymore. But I just could not stop thinking of Four (laughs) Locos and Hobo Locos because that's what it sounded like. It wasn't good, and it was just, like, straight gasoline. (laughs) Were you surprised that Frank's the only one who actually really enjoys the drink? No, not at all. (laughs) 
Not surprised whatsoever. <laughs> and we all said right when we were watching, they're looking for a hobo loco man. Like, it's Frank. Yeah. Even the, like, outline yeah. shadow of the guy had, like, his long hair and just... Yeah. yeah so um, the alibi gets an entire shipment of this hobo loco to try to make a cocktail that masks the flavor of this drink. And whoever has the best cocktail will have social media presence for their bar and will be part of this Hobo Loco Man competition. And so they're trying, Kev's trying to make some drinks and, you know, it was it was funny um, kind of how he was going about it and they were trying the drinks, Kermit and those guys. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, like you said, Frank is the only one that enjoys it and decides he is the perfect Hobo Loco Man. Frank is going to become an influencer. This is the day and age where we are. These millennials are taking over in all aspects of marketing. This is just, uh, this is next level. And honestly, I really, you know, when we were talking about life imitating, yeah, yes, art imitating I life, can do this This, story yeah, this line. is a funny storyline to Agreed. me. Agreed. Me too, because I think about, I would follow Frank, you know, like I think about <laughs> what, what kind of posts that he'll have and what kind of things he'll say. It's just going to be highly entertaining. So smart. I, that's so smart. I want the show to do that more and lean in more into the social media aspect. And what would they be posting? What What do you think Debbie's social media would be? It would be fun for Shameless to actually start a Hobo Loco Man Instagram, like for real, and have him do it like while the storyline yeah. was taking place. But yeah, who knows? I definitely think that that's where we're going with this and we'll see him, you know, somehow affecting millennials. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Um, but while we're talking about Frank, let's talk a little bit about Ingrid, too. So we find out that... Um, talk about Loco. Oh, God, yeah. We find out that her embryos stuck, which the doctor did not expect with her age and, you know, her uterus and... Six embryos stuck. Not one, not two, not three, four, or five. Six. Carl's potent. Holy crap. Yeah, and, like, Carl doesn't even realize. (laughs) Poor kid. But, yeah, so the doctor, and I don't know if this is, I wonder if this is real. Like, she can't, she would actually lose her license if she let her try to carry all six to term. Um, I don't know if you guys know any more about that. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to know. ask my doctor. Like to, She's yeah. or my my doctor, my but, cousin. She's no BGY, and I'll have to ask her after the show and let you guys know. It wouldn't surprise me if that was if that was true. But well, yeah, especially at her age, I, yeah, I can't imagine factors. that that's not a really huge risk. Yeah. Um, How old is she at this point? Fifty something? Fifty? I would guess fifties. Yeah, Maybe between forties, between forty five and fifty. I thought you think she's over fifty. Oh, I think she's. Over I 50. think she's over fifty too. Yeah, because Frank's got to be over fifty, right? For sure, for sure. But somehow she just seems a lot younger to me. But she might just not be affected by alcohol as much as Frank is. <laughs> She's just crazy yeah. in her own way. Um, so, yeah, the the doctor is still trying to find them because she agreed to carry three instead of six. But then decided, you know, after making her vision board that, no, I was carrying all six. And so now they're hiding from the North Korean doctor, as they put it. <laughs> Well, let's just talk for a second. I mean, three alone. I mean, come on. Like, I get wanting to have a lot of kids, but not at once. Yeah. And not, you know what? No, I, I don't actually. I'm like three max. I'm thinking two max is plenty for me. Especially yeah. when you have six already. Especially when you don't have a job. Especially when yeah. neither of the parents have a job. And especially when one's an alcoholic. And especially when the other one has mental problems. 
I could go on and on with this list too. Yeah, that does sound like a uh, yeah stacked the list ideal. that's not working in their favor. No, yeah, definitely not. It, it, it was just yeah, it was funny how she was like not losing my medical license because of some white bitch and her and her six kids or whatnot. Yeah. I thought, that was, I thought yeah. that was a funny touch. I really thought that was. Um, but yeah, you gotta be careful when those uh, embryo, embryos. Embryos. You never know what's gonna stick. Pregnancy, that is just a scary topic. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about how she phrased it? And she was like, oh, isn't it exciting? It's just the life being pulled right out of you. Like she said it in such a way. Yeah, he was like, I didn't really think about it like that. That to me, I'm just like, I just clinch as hard as possible. (laughs) I'm just doing my Kegels under the desk and just clinching as hard as I possibly can. Okay, let's move on from my Kegels. Um, let's talk a little bit about Debbie this episode. I was looking up tweets earlier, which we will pull. We did pull some of your tweets, and we'll talk about them later and give you guys some shout-outs. Some, some good topics today, but a lot of tweets about Debbie and her storyline and just being a bit overbearing and a bit annoying was the overall consensus that I got. What was your opinion on how she was kind of, you know, really taking this needs-to-pay-utilities thing i agree with your with the twitters twitters yeah Yeah, i just felt like come on devs like so many years fiona has taken care of that family paid paid bills for the family it was just too much like i feel like cut her a break like yes you can you can take steps to you know reduce bring your bills down and things like that but she just like changing the locks and everything to me was just she's going a little too overboard on this one yeah she is but to be fair she did open the locks afterwards did she not just do that to give a message no one slept outside is all i have to say yes and i was glad about that and i to be honest love that she can change the locks and do all that kind of stuff by herself because she's a welder which i was like Okay, that's kind of cool. But I also agreed that it was just way too much and getting a bit annoying. Like, I I got it in the first, you know, five minutes of that episode when she was turning the water off with Fiona. Mm -hmm. And I get her doing that, actually, to Fiona, and I don't mind that. But again, like you said, Fiona took care of her for years through a teen pregnancy and all of this kind of stuff, like... Yo, or one, yeah, yeah. or just let her get the money to you when she can. Yeah, yeah. I I think she was too harsh on Liam because Le- I know that she, at a young age, was taking care of a lot yes. of things. But uh, I, again, I think she's just trying to show, give a message out there, and she ha- has no shame. You know, she's always been strong-headed, so it, it fits in with her character. Uh, but I do think she, she was too harsh with Liam and Fiona. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. Yes, Fiona's been taking care of her for so long, but. Fiona's screwing over the family right now pretty badly. She's stealing from her family. She's getting drunk all the time. She's a liability, and she's slowly becoming the new Frank, and they don't need their new Frank in their lives. So I kind of like this tough love from from Debbie, if I'm being totally honest. Maybe then it's just tough love for Fiona and not everyone else that has helped with bills in the past and isn't really, you know, effing up right now. Yeah, and I don't want to see the Liam thing as well because it's like that... I think he's just going to push him and probably, you know, Santiago now to do doing things that are illegal or going to get them in trouble. Just like he should get Santiago in trouble. Yeah. They shouldn't be worrying about that at their age. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with uh, Debbie and if she gets off of her high horse next week. (laughs) Um, Let's talk a little bit about Carl and Kelly, his girlfriend. Um, He's throwing rocks at her window at the beginning of this episode, and all of a sudden we see a gun being pulled on him, which we did see in the previous from last week, so we knew it was going to happen, but we didn't really know how it was going to progress, and really all that happened after that was that 
the dad just said you're not to see my daughter anymore. But obviously Kelly's going through something right now, too, where she's going to be rebellious. Um, and they're still going to see each other. But Carl doesn't want to ruin, like, her future. Mm. So he's being unselfish. It's a mm-hmm. bit of a new Carl. What did you guys think about I think that how was, he was acting? I think that was so sweet. And I kind of loved the way he broke up with her. She was, <laughs> yep. He was like, why? He was uh, you're not hot enough. <laughs> it just it was just so funny to me because he, he hadn't prepared a script or anything and he was just kind of so confused. Well, and her reactions were good, too. She's like, I'm yeah. not hot enough. Mm-hmm. For who? And he's yeah. like, for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. But then I was glad he also then just, like, told her the truth. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she still doesn't... I think she's a bit confused right now. She's clearly been told what she's going to do her entire life. She's going to go to West Point. She's going to be... You know, an officer, all this stuff. Uh, or she's going to Annapolis. And, um, yeah, she just doesn't know if that's for her right now. And I get that. She's young. How would you know what you want to do? Yeah, and I liked the Always. the two of them together, too, because you had Carl, who was like, you know, he didn't have anybody show, telling him what to do. Or the, just the, the contrast between the two I thought was, was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. For and, sure. But and I and I really did like how he handled everything. I was very proud of him in this episode. Yeah, I, even Debbie's big boy. Debbie said, Oh wow, that's very unselfish of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we still think that he's on the right track to get to where he wants to be? Um, I think so. I think so too. I think he's he's getting there, he's putting in the hours. Uh he has his supportive girlfriend. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna surprise us all. Okay, cool. We did learn that he lost his bird charging business. Yep. Mm-hmm. The hipsters took away his uh, charging cord, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "But I thought that was their main form of transportation." Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what else? <laughs> there are other things on that mood board. Are we surprised by that? His mood board. So yeah. yes, his vision board was hilarious because he did it a little different. On the bottom was all of the things that he needed to overcome, and then on the top was all the, the ways that he was going to overcome them. But the bottom was literally just all like Playboy <laughs> cutouts. It was girls in like lingerie and bikinis and drugs and all that kind of stuff. And then he was going to overcome it by killing for USA. <laughs> I mean, it seems very on point for Carl. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it, too. I think it was funny that he was just like, no shame. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Above everything else, I'm still going to go get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. True. Well, that is a very shameless Gallagher move right there. Um, speaking of getting laid, Lip, he's always getting laid. Lip's always the <laughs> yes. guy getting sex. He sure is. Having lots of sex always, all of these eight seasons. Um, but this time... It's with the new character. Oh, boy. Oh, Juliet. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Oh, boy. Take it away. What do you think of Corey, um, the new, our new character? And fun fact, uh, that's Maddie McCormick, who's actually in one of my acting classes. She's super nice. We were excited that she was on Shameless. <laughs> so I'm trying to get her on the show so she can talk to us about sex scenes with Lip because we're all so jealous. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, what a cool little insider tidbit. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, what do I think about this? Uh, wait, before, before I put my opinion, can I, we're going to take a pause on that and yep. before we move on. Okay. Then we'll to... talk about Corey's boobs, so stay there. Ooh, <laughs> very exciting. I just want to let our amazing, 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 amazing After Buzz uh, audio listeners, uh, video listeners, everyone who's listening, um, that we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, please give us the five-star rating. Let me give you a few seconds so you can do that. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no matter where we are, where you are, because we're here, no matter where you are, leave us a comment so we can get involved you know, with you, with the conversation, keep the conversation going. Uh, the best way to do so is just, yeah, again, let, leave us a comment. Uh, tell us what you think about the episode, what you think about uh, us as an after show, if there's anything you want us to discuss further. Uh, that's what those comments are there for. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much, I mean, to all of us here. And we truly appreciate you supporting us uh, because you supporting us helps us do what we love, which is being here. So don't forget to tell our friends. And yeah, just keep enjoying the show. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Cool, thanks. Cool. So now let's talk about... Back to boobs! Boon! <laughs> boobs! We can do it in either way. Let's talk about... I I honestly, I think this is this is incest. It's not technical, like, definition of incest, but <laughs> no, I just... I, I just don't. <laughs> The thought of like private parts being in diff- several family members is just like really makes me cringe. I have a feeling this uh, happens more often than like we'd even know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, sure it probably does. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. what? Are, sorry, go for it. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Like I, I to see him turn around and do that so quickly. Like I, I felt, I felt for him. Like my heart was breaking when he had to sit there and watch, like you know, him come back and then he dips her and kisses her. It was just like, and I thought, you know, what kind of like. Brad, the sponsor, should have been a little more forthcoming with these details before, to kind of knowing his past and something like that could trigger, you know, a relapse or something, you know. So yeah. Yeah. I was a little bummed with Brad tonight, too. But, um, yeah, I just didn't like to see him quickly go go to the sister. It's yeah, it was cool. I, definitely a way for him to just try to get a rise out of, Yeah, you know. Uh, and is it Tammy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tammy um, and Corey. Yeah. Yes. Corey's that's the sister. What yes. So Tammy, you know, just isn't showing emotion really towards anything. Like everything's just a, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. And we find out that's because, you know, her mother died of cancer. And so yeah. she's trying to suppress all of those emotions and all of those feelings. So on one hand, you can kind of understand. But on the other hand, it's like that is not healthy. And yeah. Lip recognizes that and is trying to get a rise out of her. Does he do it in the best way? No. But... It works because mm-hmm. at the end of, um, you know, their storyline story this episode, sitting on the porch, she finally does give in and say, yes, that bothers me that you just effed my sister. And he says, you know, it bothers me that you effed Boone. And um, they make a, a handshake pact <laughs> that they're not going to have sex with those two people anymore. That, that's, a, that's a great way to point that out. Exactly. It wasn't like let's not have sex with other people. It's with those specific people. So I, cont- I honestly see this as being an ongoing issue. Yeah. And I've said this last week and I'm going to say it again. I don't like this relationship because I think Lip is back to his old games. This is, this is destructive behavior going mm-hmm. to the sister, having dumpster sex like also. Very yeah, dirty. Hot. Very like, dirty. Yeah. Yeah, spontaneous sex is hot next to a dumpster that probably smelled like trash yeah. <laughs> is not it was just so dirty so unhealthy also kids listening don't do that <laughs> yeah, infections infections <laughs> and I just don't at this point on season 9 year almost 10 that we've known these kids Lips just knows better and I don't like the way these writers are going with this they're trying to give us the old shameless that everyone's been craving but this is not it for me I also didn't like let's talk about Tammy for a second Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't like her, you know, setting up an appointment for them to look at a, an apartment and a new apartment for him mm-hmm. because he needs, she's saying he needs one and he can't live with his family. Da, da. Yep. You know, meanwhile, she's living with multiple people and says she can't leave because she's, you know, they're subleasing. But 
you know, I just feel like for somebody who then and now is going to have this guy from her past come back and out of the blue, that that's pretty like yeah, it's pretty big steps and pretty big you know things to be putting somebody through if you're not at that level yet of like being committed and you for know. sure. Yeah, and then on top of it, again, we were talking about how Boone is here and he dips her, he kisses her, and all these things. It would have been one thing had she been like she never introduced Lip to him, which is a huge issue. Yeah, they, they just kind of like stayed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like awkward. they're playing games and all that. She never was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So we used to date. I'm currently seeing this yeah. person. It was just never acknowledged. And yeah. forget being exclusive or not, being honestly ignored in that way, Lip deserves better again. Yeah. And she was playing, kept playing, oh, we're in the finals. Like she was so flirty in front of him, too. And he's just sitting there. Yeah. Too. I, I didn't like it either. I well, don't like her I mean, from the first, <laughs> yeah, the first time that we met her they were she was playing games with them so yeah. we can't really expect anything else i don't think and i think she honestly is keeping her options open yeah you know i don't know we'll we'll see maybe we have some predictions on that front here yeah. in a second but maybe. uh first let's talk about fiona and mm. ford is back um we see in the first scene when fiona is not being able to finish her shower she's still got some shampoo in her hair <laughs> Ford shows up out of nowhere, just walks in the house, yeah. and says that he wants his tools back because Fiona stole his tools. And I do love that Debbie grabbed a knife, and the whole family all <laughs> of a sudden was, like, swarming, like, get the F out of my house. Yeah. Well, you love that. Love that. And I love <laughs> that they were arguing so deeply, and it just showed how, what is the Gallagher family? They're screaming at each other, and they're going to drop everything no matter what if someone mm-hmm. else is messing with them. Yep. So I really like how they put that argument on pause, and they were like, okay... I kind of don't like you right now, Fiona, Debbie, but we got other <laughs> but things. But we still yeah. have your back. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Um, and this whole kind of episode, because he shows up again at Patsy's to try to get his tools yeah. back. We still don't know whether she actually has them. I, did you assume that she had them or did you think she didn't have them, his tools? Um, at first I didn't think so, but then when I kept seeing him come back, I was like, oh, yeah, she definitely does. Yeah. I thought she had them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well... He comes into Patsy's, and she is drunk. I mean, she's been drinking since she woke up in the shower, on the subway. Mm. I mean, she's drinking everywhere. And she throws a plate at him at Patsy's and literally just loses her shit. I mean, she is absolutely losing it at this point. Being completely unprofessional, doesn't care about her business all of a sudden, like nothing. Um, Like, what, what do you think about that? As much as Ford is... Kind of deserves a lot of crap that he's getting. I just don't think it should be in this manner. No, I agree. And she's got to keep it. She's got to keep her business going. I mean, that's all she really has at this point. Yeah. So if she does things like that. She's gonna gonna lose that, and it's just gonna be yeah. So I mean, luckily she has Eliza there, the assistant manager. Thank God to keep for Eliza. And, yeah, yeah, and she's you know tells her to pull her shit together this episode, which is good, and then offers to take her to a boxing class. Yeah. Which is great. It's a great idea for her. Get Mm -hmm. your aggression out still, but just do it in a different, healthier way. Um, So they go to this boxing class, and Fiona takes her cast off earlier that day and then decides to go to a boxing class because she's south side strong. Um, Well, she's actually extremely strong and has a really good left hook, and the guy that's teaching them boxing, she breaks his nose. (laughs) <laughs> no, Fiona. <laughs> Fiona. And then just doesn't feel bad about it, like, at all. Yeah. Was kind of like, I warned you. Yeah. Like, I'm stronger than I look. And then freaks out on him when he wants to go for a drink. Yeah. Do you think that he was he was hitting on her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't... Uh, 
But I, I yes, I, but like in an okay way. Yeah, like I would have been okay with that if somebody tried to you know pull that on yeah. me. Like I just broke your nose. I think I owe you a drink. I could sit with you for a drink. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I didn't. It didn't come off to me as like chauvinistic or you know aggress overly aggressive yeah, or creepy. out of line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was you know. Fairness, I thought he was, he was a sweet guy, and I thought yeah, she just took it to. To an extreme level, again, as she keeps doing lately. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think um, she has something about her. I mean, she's obviously a beautiful, beautiful woman, but, you know, she attracts men all the time. So, yes. but I think she's just, she's had it. And she's like, I don't want to be hit on anymore. Um, <laughs> right. And then going back on the fact that she hit him, I think that's also alcohol induced. We're underplaying how severe this is. She's not sober at this thing and she's punching. It's because she doesn't know how to aim because she can't really see well. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's definitely drunk throughout the episode. Yeah. There's no questioning that. Um, I, I know Eliza tries to sober up a little bit at Patsy's, so I don't know you know, how much that worked before they went to that boxing class, but yes. Yeah, well, especially when you've been mm-hmm. drinking for multiple days in a row. Oh, yeah. It's just... Regardless if you're drunk, it just kind of all makes us together. Like I'm sure you guys have been hung over before and mm-hmm. no, even though you don't have alcohol in your system per se you're not seeing yeah you're not 100 yeah percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah for sure so she's definitely not uh not in a good place whatsoever and we do find out then at the end of this episode that she does have the tools and she thinks it's a good idea again to get sloppy drunk and go throw all of his tools through his house windows so that was a good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean well, yeah. like what yeah why and even go back to his house at this point? That's or what, why not take the $1,500 that he offered you for those tools earlier? Because, one, you need the money, and two, F that guy. Yeah. Like, I'd rather take his money than break his windows. Or just, I can see, like, not wanting any money from him, you know, but, like, take them and sell them. Go pawn those somewhere. Get yeah. whatever you can off of. Like, I wouldn't, like, yeah, she didn't even have to let him know that she still had them. She could have just kept lying and saying no, and then, yeah. and, and he deserves that at this point, you know? So I, she should have just gone and sold them, taking the cash. Yeah. Yeah. I was so nervous because, like, they have kids and yeah. all that, and she's throwing it through the window. I, I can't believe that ended up the way it did because I thought for sure cops are coming and she's going to get... hit somebody and hurt someone. Yeah, 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 because yeah. that, that's very dangerous. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it didn't happen and we just saw her on the ground. So Yeah, so that's yeah. how the episode ends. She's just lying there. Well, no, we, she ends up going back to their house and seeing Liam on the porch. Never mind. Yeah. I was thinking all of a sudden she was just laying there at the end. No, so she does make it home somehow. Mm-hmm, yeah. She probably stumbles her way home. Um, yeah, her and Liam are locked out at the end. Um, like you said earlier, Julia, Debbie does eventually let them in. But we get a little uh, a little new like storyline kind of bombshell from Liam yeah. at the end when when Fiona was asking him if he you know would promise to not screw over women, and he. She says, will you not screw over women? And he says, I don't know. And she said, what do you mean, I don't know? And he said, well, I don't know if I'm into women. I'm keeping my options open. So that was new for... I thought that was so cute because I honestly think he doesn't know. And it just kind of shows him. And then also kind of this new generation is so liberating when it comes to labels and it, when it comes kind of just less judgmental I feel mm-hmm. with everything out in the about uh, out in the open I thought that was really really yeah. sweet I loved it too it was one of my favorite moments in the episode too yeah. because she's, just because he's so cute and yeah. sweet and, and I, I agree too I, I like that that it, it is more hopeful for uh, for other generations just to like eh, take the time and figure out yeah. What they do what you really like. respond to, yeah. I want to shout out uh, Louis. I'm um, sorry if I'm saying your last name wrong. De Filippis, uh, who <laughs> says uh, he says she scratched her cast with the tools in the beginning of the episode, oh, and it said his yes. name in the box. Good on call. The, uh, 
Thank you for saying that. I didn't. I totally forgot about that. Thank you for saying that. Good call. Yeah, and the very first thing of the episode. Thank you so much. You see, guys, this is why you really we We need need you you too. (laughs) Yes, Um, that that is a great point. So we knew she had the tools. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, but he's a tool, so he shouldn't have the tools. He's a tool. (laughs) Enough tool. (laughs) Okay, well, you guys in the live chats, we're gonna do some predictions here. If you have predictions, please send them in Mm -hmm. as well, and we can shout those out too. Okay, do you guys have any strong predictions? And if you don't, that's fine too. But let's hear let's hear something. Hmm. Strong. Strong's a big word. Um I think that uh Fiona's gonna as we're kind of as alluded in the previews, she's gonna keep on drinking. <laughs> and I think she's gonna lose uh, her management spot at uh, Patsy's and I kind of see so her assistant manager getting promoted or someone else coming and, you know... Taking over. Taking over. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't own that bit, right? She just manages it. She doesn't physically own it. I thought she owned I Patsy's. Thought she owned, yeah. But we see her meet with the woman who... She's um, somehow she still in charge. Yeah. Well, yes. She's who? a developer. And she has been selling some of these properties mm-hmm. to Fiona. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll see how that goes. But she definitely mm-hmm. somehow has a hand in being able to take that away. I don't think you're wrong there. Yeah, so some we'll kind see. of investment's going to pull through. It's 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 Basically, what I'm saying is that it's going to keep going downhill for Fiona. Yeah, 100%. I think this is a definite way of them writing her out of the show because we know she's leaving. And I, I've said this, like, for episodes and episodes and seasons and seasons that we haven't had a huge death on Shameless. And I just feel like it's sometimes like a huge moment in television shows when you lose one of the main characters. And I just wonder if they're going to kill her off. Oh, really? I don't want that. I don't you say? I don't necessarily want that either, but I think Shameless, because we say it a lot, is doing similar things that they've done in past episodes and they need new things to write about and need complete new storylines. And that seems to be the consensus again with people talking online that they're getting a bit bored. That would sure shake things up. My only thing with that one, and I have to go back and reread it, but in our news and gossip we were going to talk about Emmy being on the cover of Shape. And I read this on the plane, but I swear... She said that they left the door open. Yeah. They said, yeah. Oh, she they did. They said this, yeah. Just so in she, case. She, she made a comment, yeah, that I know the door's open there if I want to come back. I mean, I guess it could be a ghost, but <laughs> I don't see them quite. <laughs> Probably not. That. Yeah. that is true. And if you so, guys want to read up more on that, uh, it's an article from ET Canada. So Emmy Rossum is saying that leaving Shameless, I know the door is open to come back, as you're saying this. Is from okay. Yeah. So it's in there. And well, there you also, go. Yeah. Shape. So, yeah. Good to know. Well, let's go to... Uh, Shape Magazine, let's talk a little bit yeah. about news and gossip here. JJ, take it away for us. So, yeah, so this is great. I was picked this up when I was going to Mom's birthday last weekend on the <laughs> flight. Um, she just looks fantastic, and it is, it's a great article. Yeah. We've she's always said really, she's got such a great body. She does. Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. And what I loved about it is, like, the article talked about her just getting, like, getting her confidence. Confidence in her body, in her, you know, fitness, in her diet, um, learning to embrace going, like, more natural, like, loving her curls. Just kind of the mm-hmm. evolution she's been on of just, like, this is me. Take yep. it or fuck off. Off, kind of, you know? like, I, I just, love I, it. Yeah, I mean that's not what she said, obviously, but I just, <laughs> I just love that. That's you know, and she, you know, now is um, leaving to be able to pursue more projects and do more things that she's really passionate about, uh-huh. and you know, I think getting the creative juices flowing with her husband as well, and just, um, yeah, she also talks about how she's fought to have the equal pay. Yeah, and she just, has. Yeah, she's just done so much. It's a great. Um, 
Great article. Beautiful photos in there. Good yeah. stuff. Awesome. I really love it. Cool. And you also talked about this on your podcast, uh, Tom yes, Girl. Yes, I sure did. She did. So go make sure you check <laughs> that out because uh, you talked a little bit more in depth. And so it, and also it's a great show. So that's why mm-hmm. I, we had to shout that Thanks. out. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. And then if we could pull up some tweets super quickly here. Let's shout out some tweets. Um, a lot of these tweets are, there's just a few, but they're kind of what everyone was talking about tonight. <laughs> I saw so many tweets today. This one is from Britt Rosenthal. Jimmy, come get Fiona. <laughs> there were so many tweets, you guys, that are like, Jimmy, Steve, it's your time. It's time to come back. It's time to resurrect. I um, would not hate that. <laughs> We've always said not. that we love her. I know. That I, we I love that love relationship. He's a compulsive liar. I He's know. the worst thing for her right now. I know, but Two Jimmy wrongs Steve. do not make a right. <laughs> but it's Jimmy Don't, Steve. No. Next tweet. I, I okay, would, this I one. Mind, hold on. I wouldn't mind final her getting on the back of his motorcycle. Just being like, drive it off. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to hate it. okay. That. He okay, comes this and picks one her up from rehab. It's from the Rooney uh, Abitus. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Katie Seagal is the best addition to Shameless. I don't know how or why she wasn't a part of this cast sooner. I know I agree with this. I said it I last week. Too. She's a phenomenal actress, one, but I just think that she's a, a really funny character. Yeah, she really is. She's awesome. Um, okay, and then from. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your Twitter handle, but Jeremy, what the F is Hobo Loco storyline? <laughs> Shameless is really running out of steam. Uh-oh. Oh. Do we agree? It's a, it's a tweet that we have to address, I yeah. felt like, because there are so many right now about Shameless losing steam or kind of going in a direction maybe that people are not happy about. So you know it felt like it meant it was. It should be discussed anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you doing that. And you know what? I think they're just trying new things right now, and uh, we'll see what sticks. Maybe this isn't the strongest storyline, but it's something. It's still. I saw a smile on my face. I completely <laughs> dislike it. Yeah. Again, I think it's really just really hard. I mean, to go well, after so many just, seasons, yeah. it's hard to keep going. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, make it more fun next week. Grab yourself a Four Loco. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Four Loco, but maybe we will be next time. Um, give me your social media handles now, please. <laughs> Thank you so she made much. you wait. For she it. made me wait. I did. I needed the people. Got to look forward to something. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, we again. We want to keep this conversation going. We'll be in the comments on our AfterBuzz uh, iTunes channel, our YouTube channel, and all that. And then, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can do that on my Instagram, which is at Bonjour Juliet. And I am at jj.jurgens on Instagram. And she hosts the Tom uh, Girl Show, which is a great show, so you should go watch it. When can they see it, JJ? They can see it Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome show, too. Girl power. And uh, you guys can find me at Haley Clover everywhere on social media. Let's talk this week on YouTube. Some good comments last time, yeah. so let's continue the conversation. And we will see you in two weeks because next week is the Super Bowl. Go Rams! Uh, go Rams! What? You're rooting for the Rams? I am on Usually this she's one. a Patriots fan. Pats all the way, Pats all the way. Bye! I, I gotta go for the Rams on this one. Bye! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.